good morning and welcome to the VSA Cup of Five Minute Morning Minor. It's Tuesday the 22nd of August. It's all getting very quiet out there. Everyone's away in the sunshine, enjoying their holidays, the bank holiday coming up. All of that sort of stuff. Whereas uh, back in the real world, it's all about diamonds are forever, isn't it, Paul? Yes, diamond news is out today, that's for sure. Go on then, talk us through. Yeah, two different companies reporting the news out today. First of all, the TSX listed Lucara Diamonds has reported they have found now found their 20th uh, stone from the Corolla mine, which is bigger than 100 carats in size. And this particular one's a real beauty, just under 700 carats of white type 2, 2A, which is uh, the top gem quality uh, stone. Uh, so very good there for them because that uh, nice boost this is from the south lobe too which is the uh, portion of the ore body that they're uh, working to uh, specifically uh, uh, develop to depth with the mine uh, development for underground so very good uh, indications there that there will be more to follow in due course the second uh, news out from jim diamonds it's their uh, trading statement out for the half year they had uh, two plus 100 carat stones uh, sold during the half year, and they also got uh, a 6.6 carat pink stone sold for about $283,000 a carat. So that's the third highest uh, dollar per carat they've gotten off of a stone from the Letzing mine since uh, the production began there. So uh, also good news for them. Um, uh, as well in uh, keeping the uh, margins uh, uh, more robust uh, as in this otherwise uh, relatively poor pricing environment for diamonds. Yeah, but I mean, Gem unfortunately was also basically a profits warning. Uh, having said that, the stock's fallen just so far in the last, well, this year, um, in the last couple of years anyway, it was up, you know, sort of, I don't know, 70p or something. It's now down to 15p. It's off 5% today. Uh, Gem Diamond's having a very tough time. And it is a very low-grade mine in the comparison as far as total carats per ton, so it really has to have large stones in order to make money. And grade is king in mining. Anyway, yeah. we also we had some pretty, pretty, pretty poor figures from BHP this morning. They are the world's largest uh, mining company. We should never forget that. Um, but they were pretty bad figures, Paul, weren't they? Yes, they, it is uh, coming off of more robust comparables uh, out of 2022 with prices down across their commodities, but also the inflationary prices on costs are up uh, as well. So they had a 17% fall in revenue over the year to just shy of $54 billion. But the attributable profit was down almost 60% to just under $20 billion. Uh, net uh, debt rose to 11.2 billion, where it was nil or almost nil last year because they did do the acquisition of ASX quoted uh, uh, copper company Oz Minerals uh, this past year, and they also had four billion dollars in uh, ongoing capital expenditures that that they put toward the uh, pro, um, company. Free cash flow therefore down by 77 percent to 5.6 billion. They have given guidance, however, to be with uh, copper production being uh, better than uh, last year and flat for iron ore. And for the coming year, copper production, they say, will be up again with iron ore to be flat. 
Yeah, I mean, they also are quite uh, vocal about the Chinese economy having quite an impact on them. So we need to keep an eye on that. Uh, it has to be said, I mean, you know, it all looks doom and gloom in China at the moment. Reminds me very much of August 1998, where China also looked very gloomy then and various other things happened, like LTCN collapsing, Russian bond market collapsing, markets were horrible. Let's hope it is similar because they then very quickly recovered in September and October. Sadly, history doesn't often repeat itself, but there we go. Uh, Paul, what else we got? Do you want to talk about Resolute Mining? Yes, that's a much better story there. Resolute being the dual uh, quoted uh, West African gold producer with half year interim results showing much better performance here. Gold production uh, was uh, up by about uh, six and a half <clears throat> thousand ounces, and that on the back of, <coughs> excuse me, improved performance from the Siama operations. And they do think that their full year 2023 guidance uh, will be uh, maintained at 350,000 ounces and all in sustaining costs of about $1,480 an ounce, uh, which is almost flat from their uh, past half year, which was at 1469 on AISC. Net income uh, was in the positive column here, about $88 million uh, versus a loss of uh, of 24 million on the first half of last year. So uh, they will, they also anticipate they will come in under their guidance on capital expenditure this year, uh, something under $88 million total for the year. And the debt is down by about half as well. All right, anything else, Paul? Uh, real quickly, just to say that the Ecuador elections uh, that were made on Sunday came out with uh, two candidates for final runoff in October, and both of those candidates are at least neutral, uh, if not pro-mining, uh, so that gives the uh, companies that are exploring or otherwise uh, have uh, mining developments in that country a little bit of a sigh of relief uh, as it uh, is uh, going forward for that country. All right, very good. We'll call it a day there. Thanks, Paul. Very good. See you later. This podcast has been produced and edited by VSA Capital. It is intended for information purposes and not as investment advice. The information is intended for recipients who understand the risks associated with equity investments in smaller companies. Please do your own research and do not rely on a single source when making an investment decision. VSA Capital may derive fees from this content and seeks to do business with the companies mentioned.